Ooh, wait a minute. The words. Right, right, right. Say the words. <clears throat> Plateau. Barata. Necktie. Nectar. Nickel. Definitely an N-word. Klaatu! Miranda! <laughs> okay, then. After midnight, we're gonna let it all hang out After midnight We're gonna turn up and shine Here we go! <laughs> I was a kid about eight or nine years old and there was a magic show in our community and my dad was part of a, a Lions Club and uh for some i don't know what was the occasion but there was there was a night where we had dinner all the kids of of the line club's members and uh there was a magic show at the end of the, of the evening after the dinner and the guy was it was an old guy in his 60s um sadly overweight uh and not really interested he had no pizzazz he was wearing like, he, he was dressed like a waiter. He was wearing this loose white shirt that was pressuring from his girth to uh, stay <laughs> buttoned up. And uh, he had an assistant who looked like a hooker that he paid $5 to stay there for a few minutes. It was just pathetic. It was really pathetic. And his tricks were just, as I said, there was no pizzazz. There was no magic. And... It kind of stuck with me afterwards. I remember watching a few years after watching uh, David Copperfield do a special on TV. And that was just the most boring thing I've ever seen in my life. And then Copperfield went to, uh, well, he came to my neck of the woods and I was dating a girl who was a huge fan. So uh, I bought tickets for her birthday. We went to see Copperfield. And my God, the most boring night I've ever seen. And the last trick was just so pathetic. And to me, magic was magic as in uh, illusionists, uh, sleight of hand. It's just pathetic. I'm not saying I'm better than them. I'm saying... That fat guy from my youth killed it for me completely. I do hope it is not the same for you. Welcome, After Midnight. It's my podcast where each week I play 10 songs on a given subject. And of course, this week the subject is magic. Because I would like to bring some back in my life. And I'm not talking about about uh, spicing up my marriage or things like that. I'm, I'm talking about being able to wonder at things. I love... I spoke in often I love the moon. To me, there's magic in the moonlight, like like the song says. I'd love to bring that 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 child's wonderment, uh, looking at things that aren't with a logical explanation and say, oh, it's magic, and be all in awe of that. But I can't because of that fat guy. So let's try to do that tonight. Let's try to bring some magic back into our minds. And we're going to do that with the first three songs. Enjoy. Here's another romantic song by someone with a better love life than yours. It's the same kind of story that seems to come down from long ago. Two friends having coffee together when something flies by their window. It might be out on that lawn, which is 
wide at least half of the playing field Because there's no explaining But your imagination can make you see and feel Somebody wants nothing Now it's not a meaningless question to ask if they've been and gone. I remember a talk about North Carolina in a strange, strange See the sides were like glass in the thick of a forest without a road. And if any man's hand ever made that land, then I think it would have showed. And that's why it seems like they got me That's right. myself into a pickle morty boom big reveal i'm a pickle what do you think about that i turned myself into a pickle are you going to i mean you know is this the first part of some kind of magic trick i don't do magic morty i do science one takes brains the other takes dark eyeliner
Gather ye friends and embark on historical adventures. I'll cut your head off with my sword. Oh, no, you won't. I have a metal neck given to me by Gorath of Bakdar. I got him when we traveled to the nether regions of Gorthbeck. There I had eight wives, 47 kids, and other concerns. The Cabin of Sorrow! It's not just a game. It's a secret society of special friends. Will you find the Cabin of Sorrow, or will it find you? The Cabin of Sorrow! Put a spell on you. Because of mine. Stop the things you do. Deserving of his nickname, Screaming Jay Hawkins, who probably got a few more nicknames from uh, the many of his uh, 50 illegitimate children. Apparently, every time the guy was on a show, on a tour, on a gig, whatever, whenever he was out of town, he would reproduce. And after his death, there was a website set up to help uh, all his children find each other and become... Family, <laughs> that's got to be the most screwed up Thanksgiving dinner in history. But there you go. Before that was the Wilson Pickett song, Mr. Magic Man from the 70s. I'm not going to pretend I know much about Wilson Pickett. He's a great artist, and I'm not going to desecrate him by saying, I know about him, I don't. Most of what I know comes from the Alan Parker movie, The Commitments. If you've never seen that movie, oh God, stop everything, stop listening, go watch, find it online, Netflix, whatever, whatever you need to do, watch that movie. Uh, any, anytime I, I listen to a song, I hear a song of Wilson Pickett that I never heard before, I instantly love it. It's, he's one of those artists where you just, it's not necessarily commercial. You just, you get into the groove of his song. It, it gets straight under your skin. And before that, to open the show was one of my favorite songs of all time, my favorite band of all time, Fleetwood Mac with the Bob Welsh period. It started out as Peter Green's. Fleetwood Mac, Peter Green left the band in 70, 71. Uh, Bob Welsh joined them for two albums between 71 and 74. He was the main uh, singer-songwriter during that period, and this is uh, his hit song, one of uh, Fleetwood Mac's biggest hits as well. And he was inducted, I think, in what 2011 in the Songwriters Hall of Fame for this one and uh, a song called Sentimental Lady that he did uh, during his solo career. 
still a song that I played all the time on my card, and it gets a lot of airtime in any station. The soft rock, classic rock mix, even contemporary music station, they still play that song. It's it's pretty much timeless. It's a timeless love song, and I hope you like it as much as I do. But for now, let's go with the next two songs on our show. I used to like to walk the street and narrow line I used to think that everything was fine Sometimes I'd sit and gaze for days through sleepless dreams All alone and trapped in time All alone and trapped in time I wonder what tomorrow has in mind for me Or am I even in its mind at all Perhaps I'll get a chance to look ahead and see Soon as I find myself a crystal ball Soon as I find myself a crystal ball Well, tell me, tell me where I'm going I don't know where I've been Tell me, tell me, won't you tell me And then tell me again My heart is breaking, my body's aching And I don't know where to go So tell me, tell me, won't you tell me Can you 
excuse me? The accursed stove has burnt my finger. Feel thine own wrath, stove! <laughs> what did I tell you about using your powers, trainee? <laughs> Perfect patties are made with love, not magic. Interrupt this program to bring you. With Big Chica Hamster. To every heterosexual, mentally abusive, closeted racist, feed your kids fast food and let them run around them all like some psychopath parents? Just what the hell makes you think you have more rights to marriage and having children than gay people? Because last time I checked, the condom broke is not a good reason to have kids. On the contrary, it's a cause for concern. And if you want to tell me that it disrupts the family unit, you're right. Two fathers is evil. As opposed to five stepfathers, two of them quite violent, 20 half-siblings, most of them, by the way, are on ADHD medication because their mom is out on Main Street giving $10 blowjobs to local politicians. But bitchy, children raised by gay parents will become gay themselves. Would you rather they grow up to be exactly like you? You want to know how to determine who should and should not have kids? That's pretty freaking simple. Spend your Sunday afternoon at any given Walmart and observe. Your fate in humanity will be lower than your ass crack. Brace yourself for the truth. Gay people actually want to have kids out of something called love. And don't forget that while it costs you $1.50 for a broken condom to conceive, it costs them tens of thousands of dollars to either inseminate or adopt. And what the fuck does gay rights even mean? Did human rights up and leave all of a sudden? Did we lose them? Did somebody try to leave them a message and make sure they come back? Religious fanatics and ultra-conservatives want to make sure that no woman can have an abortion. So let me ask you this. If I can guarantee you that this fetus is going to grow up to be gay, will you still fight for its rights? Oh yeah, I went there. Bitchy out. Ah, 
halfway point of the show, brought to you by the Rodent Rage Podcast with Bitchy the Hamster. Two-minute rants that you would like to listen to if you didn't have to listen to my show to get to it. If that's your case, God forbid, then you can reach them at rodentrage.podomatic.com 24-7 because it's the internet, it never closes. Unlike Yahoo, which may be done soon. Still, you can reach me for the time being after midnight podcast at yahoo.ca to bitch about bitchy. <laughs> okay, before that, we had Santeria with a tragic song. Both the album and the song came out after the death of lead singer Brad, Brad sorry, Noel. Um, got a lot of airplay, though, and I think that the tragedy of the song coming out after his, uh, his passing helped it a lot, and it's kind of a, a song that snowballed through the years. Wasn't a major hit when it came out, but as time went by, it got more and more and more and more airplay, and it still plays a lot on radio, even these days. Uh, and we had, of course, before, uh, one of my favorite band sticks from their album, Equinox Crystal Ball. It tickled me pink when I finally learned in my teens that these guys weren't British. <laughs> I thought they were part of the, the British invasion from the prog rock era, the Genesis and, and Supertramp. And, you know, these bands, uh, because they acted like a lot of these bands. They had the same kind of experimental little bit music. And they often came here to Montreal. Uh, Genesis is purely a Montreal phenomenon. The, the guys came here to promote one of their albums, thinking they would be completely unknown. But no, in Montreal, everybody knew who they were and loved them. Even though the rest of the U.S., nobody knew who they were. They got a lot of airplay in Montreal. And for that, they often came back here to test new albums, new material. Uh, Peter Gabriel still comes here. Every time he has a new album, a new show, he comes here first to uh, to work on the kinks because he loved the audience reaction here in Montreal. Styx was the same. They often came here to to test out their new stuff, their new album. Uh, but they're not British, apparently. Eh, they're from Chicago. Still, Crystal Ball, one of those songs, I mention a lot, songs that are killed by radio. They play so much on the radio that you get sick and tired of them. Like Every Breath You Take or anything that Aerosmith does. Um, I have to say, for a while, it was one of those songs for me. But it kind of came around. And now I like to listen to it again. I don't know. It's like that song in How I Met Your Mother, the 500-mile song that the guy has a tape in his car and he can't get it out of the radio. And he has just one song and it plays on a loop in the freaking tape and it's that song. So when he had to take a 12-hour road trip, he has to listen to that song over and over and over for 12 hours. So sometimes he's sick and tired of it. Sometimes he's singing along, belching out. That's the same with me with Crystal Ball. It comes around. Sometimes I'm sick of it. Sometimes I'm like, what can I do about that? <laughs> All right, coming up next, we have the song I mentioned on the start, Dean Martin. But first, my favorite song from Van Halen. Enjoy. On a cool summer night But you don't got to hurry To your time What you need is on the menu And you get it tonight But you got Women's on your mind Could this be magic Or could this be love Could this turn tragic You know that magic often does I see lonely ships upon the water. Better save the women and children first. Sail away with someone's daughter. Better save the women and children first. I hear music on the landing and there's laughter in the air. Just could be your boat is coming in. Yeah, you're leaning back in your foot tapping and got your head right. There's a full moon out tonight, baby, let's begin. She said, could this be magic or could this be love? Uh-oh. And I said, could this be tragic? You know that 
magic of intense. Lonely ships upon the water. Better safe with women and children first. Sail away with someone's daughter. Better safe with women and children first. Edward. Thank you. Give me one reason why I shouldn't have my boy here pull your head off. How about a magic trick? I'm gonna make this pencil disappear. It's song that could be any of his songs really but this one is called magic in the moonlight really it's it's like all of his crooning era songs like all of his songs did he ever change his style i don't think so i don't think so if you like movies as much as i do and you know that i do a bit of trivia for you he was um part of one of the best reviewed westerns of all time rio bravo but he was also part of one of the westerns that is so bad it killed the genre called Something Big. There was a tendency in the late 60s, early 70s to do comedy westerns. So James Garner did a few. 
there was one even with with Lee Marvin and uh, and what's his name? You know that guy Eastwood. Yeah, him. A musical western called Paint Your Wagons. There was a joke about it in The Simpsons, but it's not a joke. That movie really exists, and it's one of the movies that killed the western genre completely. Something big with Lee Martin did that. It's about a guy who uh, makes uh, makes an, uh, a pen pal arrangement of marriage gets a marriage arrangement through a letter or telegraph, whatever they used back then, that is not an email. Uh, and she thinks she's beautiful. She thinks he's rich and he's not. So he plots a, a big, uh, a big theft to have the money to, you know, please his wife. It's bad. It's really, really bad. It's incredibly bad. Seriously. It's 0% on Rotten Tomato. I think it's something like 2 on IMDb. It is awful. But then again, he didn't really mind that stuff, Dean Martin. After a while, it's like he just gave up. When he did his show, that was, for some reason, the show was beloved, but it was Dean Martin being dead drunk the whole time. He was red in the face so much he was drunk. You, 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 think that another shot and he would die of a heart attack. But somehow people love that show. People love this stuff until pretty much his death. But my God, what a great drinker. Yeah, I wish I wish I had the tolerance that he had to alcohol. But I don't because I don't drink anymore at all. And before that, we had, as I said, one of my favorite uh, Van Halen song from their, uh, their first album. Um, could this be magic? It was the first time. Was it the first album? I think it was their first album. I'm throwing it out, but it, it was before 1984, that's for sure. Um, it was the first time, though, that I know that uh, Eddie Van Halen uses a slide in one of his songs, and you can hear it clearly. First time he did that, you learned it here. It was that song, Could It Be Magic? Thank you for uh, <laughs> listening to me up to this point, and we are uh, getting into the last three-song block of the show. Enjoy.
Natural History Museum. Oh, oh, magic school buses don't do standard curriculum. Miss Frizzle is batshit crazy. Does she even have a teaching degree? It's honorary. Seatbelts on, kids. No one else was already wearing a seatbelt? <laughs> hey, we're running out of road. Where the road ends, adventure begins. Okay, Yay! do your See, Arnold, adventure awaits in heaven. Yes, see, Arnold, you pussy. The magic school bus.
looking through at yesterday All my life thrown away Keep searching for the same old clue How can I get to you? Guess if you spell upon me one more time I wanna be your magic woman touch Guess if you spell upon me one more time I wanna be your magic woman touch I know there's been a change in me Ask me why, I don't know My friends no longer speak to me Ask me why, I don't know Guess you spell upon me one more time I wanna be your magic woman touch Closing out the show with uh, Magic Woman's Touch. Nice little song. I like it. I always like that song. I play it often in my car. Really just makes me smile. I like it. Before that, the Eagles. Not a big fan of the Eagles, to be to be honest with you. And uh, especially not a big fan of the, the late Glenn Fry. Bit of an asshole, if you ask me. I, I'm not jumping on a dead guy's tomb, but never really liked the guy. And when I watched the, the documentary uh, that they made... Uh, Made me like him even less. Poor guy. Yeah, what can I say? But the Witchy Woman, uh, nevertheless, is a, one of their great hits, and it's a good fit for the show. So here you go. If you're fans of the Eagles, I'm sorry for disparaging uh, the singer, but I still put in the song, so you, you know. And opening the block was uh, Magic Magic by Galaxy. Canadian garage rock band. Yes, garage rock. It does sound garage rock, <laughs> doesn't it? It's like their fourth or fifth album. Uh, they uh, they started in 2002. They don't believe in, in the refinement of rock. They believe in just belting out an album. You just get together in a little room and you play as though you were playing live and you record it like that. They believe that rock shouldn't be so commercial, shouldn't be so aimed, so refined. Just belt it out. It's from the guts. I don't disparage artists who reinvent themselves every decade like you two. But let's be honest, the U2 we have now, the U2 who launched their new album on, on the, the new iPod or iPhone or whatever it is they, they did with Apple, that's not the U2 of, of Sunday Bloody Sunday. That's not the U2 of War. That's not the band that sang from the guts. That's a commercial band now. This, this band, Galaxy, these guys, they, they, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do discotheque or something or Actum Baby. They're going to be raw. That's what I love about them. And I have no issue at all 
plugging them, being their commercialization, being their marketing. I hope that my playing them on this podcast will incite you to discover them. They are a rock band. <laughs> that is it for the show this week. Thank you so much for being here with us. I hope it did bring a little bit of magic in your night if you listen to this at night as I do, because this is why I do this. I do this so that I could listen to it at night to keep myself company. If you'd like to comment to correct me, to just say hi, be on the show if you want, please contact me at aftermidnight at gmx.com, golf Mike X-Ray, and I will promptly read you and probably reply to you. Yes, I will reply to you. I promise. <laughs> Again, thank you for being here, and please come back next show. Goodbye. I go